0: Six thirty, Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye, weekdays at two on Six Thirty, Chad. This is a bit of an unusual collaboration, uh, but what it's going to do is it's going to allow Canadians dealing with the loss of their loved ones. Well, they could see their bereavement time. Their leave doubled. The MP for Edmonton Riverbend is Matt Jenneru, and and Matt has been working hard on uh, a private member's bill called Bill C-220, which would extend bereavement leave to 10 days. Now, it has passed unanimously in the House of Commons. That happened yesterday. The bill now goes to the Senate, where Alberta Senator Paula Simons says she will support the bill. It marks the first time an independent senator has sponsored a bill introduced by a member of of the opposition. MP Jenneru and Senator Simons join me you this you afternoon. Have. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show both of you. Hey Jaylin, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. It's nice to hear your voice Paula. Hi, Paula. Matt are you there too?
1: You betcha. Happy to join awesome. you.
0: Jaylen. All right. You know what? I'm going to start with Matt this afternoon and, and I'm curious to know why there was this need for you to see this change what is you know your backstory on why this was important to push as a private member's bill
1: Yeah, thanks, Jalen. So back when I was a provincial MLA, which seems like years uh, and uh, (laughs) decades ago now almost, but back in 2013, passed a a bill, uh, Compassionate Care Leave, which looked at uh, allowing more time to spend with uh, a loved one in their their final days. But at the time, recognized there was this this, uh, loophole, if you will, at the federal level that after somebody uh, passes, that you really only have uh, right now... To 72 hours of, of paid leave to to do the funeral uh, planning, the uh, taking care of expenses, and and everything that comes with uh, the death of a loved one. So we began the process of looking through uh, and extending uh, compassionate care leave. Uh, but then, when in discussions with you know, the, the Minister of Labor and the Parliamentary Secretary to uh, the Minister of Labor, they said, "Well, this is this is good, but you know, what if we are to extend it to even more uh, people and expand bereavement leave?" So we uh, we brought forward. The, uh, the idea of, uh, of expanding it from just compassionate leave to, to bereavement leave and, and ultimately giving people that, uh, that two weeks of, uh, of uh, time off. Uh, still, as a private member, you can't alter the pay of what, uh, what occurs, but uh, uh, you know, at this point in time, we just passed it. It's unanimous support in the House to, to give uh, individuals that uh, two weeks off of uh, leave.
0: Unanimous support, which is fantastic news. Now it heads to the Senate, Senator Simon's. Um, you know, you said that you will you will take this on and you want to stick handle it through uh, through the chamber. What did the conversation sound like when when um, m- when Matt approached you
2: about it? Well, I mean, I was really taking. I don't want to say taken aback, because that sounds like I was shocked, but I was really pleasantly surprised, let's put it that way, when Matt reached out to me, because traditionally, a bill like this would be sponsored by a conservative senator, and even in our reformed Senate, which has now 80% independent senators, there are still 20 conservative senators there, and I think most people might have expected that Matt would have gone to one of them he reached out to me, you know, I mean, we've known each other since he was at the ledge of an MLA and I was a journalist following him there. And, you know, we fly back and forth on the same planes from Edmonton to Ottawa. And so, you know, we have a relationship. Not, not that kind of a relationship, a, a political relationship. And, and so when he said to me, you know, uh, would I be interested in taking this on as a symbol in part of the nonpartisan nature of the bill? to reflect what had happened in the house of commons i was really excited to do that because it's really important for me for albertans to understand that i am an independent senator i don't belong to any political party and as our senate becomes a less partisan more independent chamber i want to be the first to do this but certainly not the last it shouldn't matter what group you belong to in the senate you should be able to sponsor bills you support and to act as the official critic of bills when you are critical of them.
0: So the first one to do it, um, so how is it done? Have you figured that out yet?
2: Well, no, my staff has been great. They've been working really hard with the clerk's office, with the chamber operations people to figure out how this works, because normally and the rules of the Senate are still based on the old model, where it was liberals and conservatives. So in the old model, uh, the conservatives would have sponsored the bill, and the liberals would have acted as the critic. But I am an independent <laughs> senator, and so that doesn't work. So I will be the sponsor. And I have approached uh, Vern White, who's an independent senator, but who caucuses with a different group. He's in the Canadian Senators group. He's the former chief of police at Ottawa, former longtime RCMP uh, detective. And so he is going to be the official critic of the bill, Uh but he'll be uh, a friendly critic. You know, I mean, he's he's not approaching this. I mean, we're not we're not often. positionally positioned in the senate so i will be an independent sponsor and he will be an independent critic
0: Uh, Matt, i'm curious to know i know you did a lot of work in in getting a lot of support from all of the parties for this i mean it passed unanimously um how, how difficult was that or or not
1: yeah, well, it's uh, uh, a common sense bill, like uh, like briefment leave, If it, it makes it uh, a lot easier, you know, it's not uh, it's not a partisan uh, bill by by any stretch of the imagination. But it's you know going through uh, through passing a bill provincially knew that there was still an uphill climb. I'm I'm in the opposition in the House of Commons. Uh, it's a minority Parliament. Uh, the, the 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 Senate I've never had to deal with before. So <laughs> it's uh, all that all that uh, really. It, it, to me meant so start start early and just just be relentless in terms of, of getting that uh, those supports. So we, we reached out to a significant stakeholder community, a lot of them that I'd worked with at the provincial level, and said, will you help me? And they said, you know, we don't get that involved in, in partisan bills. And I said, well, I really want to make this a, a non-partisan attempt, so will you help me? And they kept saying, well, if you, if, maybe you should chat to the minister, maybe you should chat to the parliamentary secretary as well. And then just uh, was, a, was a pest, if you will, to get to get their uh, their support, and that ultimately was 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 helpful in terms of, of they helped me talk to other MPs. Uh, for example, the the Green Party uh, and independents don't sit on committee, and when we made some changes at committee in that thought the first thing to do is probably update the green party and independence uh if i want to continue this uh, unanimous support that they don't get blindsided that there's uh, some updates to the bill so i think just uh, again just being diligent about it got uh yeah. got us to where we are today
0: so, Matt, who exactly will this impact? I mean, the 10 days, um, w- w- employees of, you know, what businesses um, would be directly impacted by this? And I'm also wondering for those for those companies, for those business where these employees work, what is being done to make sure that they're not, uh, you know, hit with this hard, saying, okay, now I have to cover someone for for an extra
1: five days. Yeah, no, that's that's really a, a key question, uh, Jalen, because you know, that at the end of the day, this impacts people under the Canada Labour Code uh, first and foremost. So that's about 18,000 uh, employers, and uh, pre-COVID was was around one one and a half million uh, employees. Um, what so that they'll be allowed to to take that additional uh, five days uh, so uh, right now they can take they can take one week uh, three of those days are paid an additional five days which are, are also unpaid so 10 days of, of unpaid leave but it so, so it doesn't impact the uh, the uh, employment insurance sure. uh, so that's an important distinction but the 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 answer that uh, I've always given to to any any employer that asks and again this is more on under under trucking, airlines, postal workers, that the the instances of of when you have the, a loved one experience loss, it's. It's important as an employer to, to allow them to, to take that time. You know, it, it doesn't happen in our lives every day, but it does happen to everybody. And it's important as an employer to recognize the, the support and, and allow them to do that. Not everybody wants to, to take it, as, as Paula likes to, to point out a lot. Not everybody. Some people just want to go right back to work, and that's fine too. But this does allow that extra time if, if they need it.
2: Right, And to be clear, these are people who work in businesses that are regulated federally. So, transportation, yes. interprovincial transportation, telecommunications, broadcasting. So, it would apply to people who work for Corus and Global. Uh, it would apply to people who work in, for First Nations. It, it's, a, it's a very eclectic sort of collection of employers. And it's an important first step. I mean, this is not going to affect every Canadian but this is like a model. This is something we can look at and sort of field test with this group of employers and then we can see if if provinces want to add this to their own provincial
0: labour codes. Yeah, yeah you, know, you know, it's it's, a, a, it's, it's an interesting a, point. I can remember one of my very first jobs, and when my grandmother was passing away, and I didn't have a whole lot of time to take off, and my boss at the time actually asked me, like, are are you sure she's dying? <laughs> like before giving me any leave, like before I, before he would approve, I'm like, what do you what do you mean? Am I sure she's dying? But that's what he asked me before it was. Given approval for me to, you know, leave Northern Ontario, truck down to Seuss, or down to Peterborough area for a couple of days. It was just kind of mind-boggling, and I think at, 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 at that time in your lives, or if you're dealing with a situation like that, you don't want to have to deal with some of that crap. So uh, I, I'm looking well, forward to seeing how this follows through.
2: And I, and I know um, from things you've said on social media that your own family is dealing with a bereavement. It's your, 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 your husband's mom. But you know, until you've gone through this, you don't realize how much really bitterly practical work there is to do. Yeah. It's not just about grieving and being sad. It's about having time to move all of your relatives' furniture out of their seniors' home or put a lifetime worth of stuff into boxes. Or, you know, more tragically, if it's the death of a young parent, you have to arrange childcare. You have to put you know to put the family's life back together. And so to have a little extra time, not just to feel sad, but to do the But the really practical labor that comes in the wake of a death is a huge boon to people. And frankly to employers, because you want someone on the job who is overwhelmed emotionally and practically in this way.
0: Mm-hmm. No, great no, great points, points Paula. Um, um, my final question here for uh, the senator is, uh, how long would this expect to, to, to go through the Senate? What are we looking at time-wise? That
2: was, that was a deep sigh that I just gave in. <laughs>
1: great it. question, <laughs> though, <Jaylen>. I'm, I'm <laughs> curious, too.
2: <laughs> the Senate is uh, suspended until the week after next, the 24th and 25th of May, we go back. And we are scheduled to rise June 23rd. Okay. And we have a very full dance card. So getting this to a vote by June 23rd is going to be a challenge. I'm up for a challenge. <laughs> yeah, we, have been, been, been <laughs> we don't know, is there going to be a fall election? I don't know if there's going to be a fall election. So maybe in September we'll come back and this bill will be waiting for me and I will pick up the, pick up the reins and get going again. If the bill dies on the order paper, which is certainly not what I want to happen, then, you know my goal is to get it as far as possible to get the debate in the public domain as far as possible so that if I can't complete my mission uh, that next time we can do this faster.
0: Okay. Um, Senator Paula Simons and uh, the MP for Edmonton Riverbend, Matt Jenneru, joining me this afternoon. We're talking about about Bill C-220, uh, the bereavement bill. Uh, Paula, Matt, great to hear your voices again. Look forward to, to chatting with you in the future. Thank you for this.
1: Thanks so much, I uh, so Appreciate
0: it. All right. Great. Take care. All right. It's 2:50 on this, the Thursday edition of 6:30 Ched afternoon. So, um, you know, that's what this could mean, up to 10 days. So, part of it paid, part of it unpaid. But you know, given the opportunity to have that, because you know, if you do look at what you have, I mean, if you in your benefits, uh, you know, packages, what is it? And usually, it's okay. Well, if it's a spouse, it's this much time. If it's the parent of a spouse, it's this much time. If it's your parents, this much time. It's a kid, this much time. But Yeah, it can be tricky. It can be tricky to get what uh, all uh, needs to be done done, number one. But two, depending on who it is, um, you know, are you ready to go back or not?